You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, FA Nation? John Impemba here with James Grande. This is the Quick Pitch MLB DFS Podcast recording here Sunday evening for Monday's 10-game main slate. James, we are looking at both DraftKings and FanDuel tonight, both of them agreeing. 7.05 start time for this slate. 10 games, at least for now, because we do have a couple of games <laughs> that, uh, yeah, maybe there's some weather potential here. We're looking at the uh, Dodgers versus Nationals. We always know how quick Washington can be to uh, pull the trigger when it comes to a delay or a postponement. Potential some weather there. And also, it is becoming summertime, which means Atlanta and their flash thunderstorms. Philadelphia, Atlanta also showing the weather symbol, James. We're not meteorologists here. We're just looking at what appears to be some potential rain impact for those games. We'll, of course, have uh, a more detailed weather report in the Weather Center by the time you're all listening to this. But for now, those are at least the two games that are on our radar. So this 10-gamer could be an 8-gamer, could still be a 10-gamer. Could have nine games. We'll find out, but it's a lot to get to. Yeah, a lot to get to and not many notable totals. The only one over eight and a half currently, Dodgers, Nationals, which you mentioned could be eventually rained out. A lot to figure out in terms of the weather, but a lot to figure out in Vegas and when we're going to start getting more offense, which thanks to the Cardinals on Sunday, we sure did. Uh, yeah, so I didn't count today's home run. The last two days, Friday and Saturday, 32 home runs hit each day, which is a lot of home runs. A lot of home runs. We had five guys yesterday on Saturday hit two home runs. So the power numbers are on the rise. We've, I've talked about this a few times now. It seems like baseball, maybe with a little bit of the combination of the warmer weather here as well, maybe some of the hitting has their timing down. We're seeing a lot more home runs. We're seeing a lot more runs around the league, which is uh, great for DFS. So like you said, on 10-game slate, we do have some decent pitching options i put decent in quotations at the top we have garrett cole against baltimore it feels like the yankees and the orioles are just <laughs> always playing one another again i know they're having a yep. long series here but they're in baltimore for this series right so this is like a home and home for them they're playing they played the orioles then they played a series against the white Sox this right. weekend and then um back at home playing baltimore yeah uh, so, so two of the last three series against Baltimore. Right. So Garrett Cole gets Baltimore here again. Second consecutive start for him going up against Baltimore. Last time out, seven innings, two earned five strikeouts. He's been rock solid, though, of late. Basically mm-hmm. since getting thrashed by Detroit, of all teams, where he lasted just an inning and two-thirds in that game. Uh, he's allowed just six total runs, basically, over his next 33, 34 innings pitch. Garrett Cole at 10-5. Tops the slate on DraftKings. Uh, FanDuel, I would imagine he's probably there as well. $11,000 over on FanDuel. And then you have Zach Wheeler, who is maybe potentially involved in a weather game there in Atlanta. Wheeler is priced up at $9,900 on DraftKings. $10,300 on DraftKings. Coming off a great start against San Diego. Seven innings, shutout baseball, nine strikeouts for him. Atlanta, I believe they have the highest strikeout rate or top two strikeout rate against right-handed pitching this season so you know wheeler could be a nice little pivot down if you're looking to save a little cash coming off his best start of the year and in another really prime spot yeah so cole's obviously the chalk at the top against baltimore based on form based on matchup um i don't think you can go wrong there in cash tournaments whatever but i do agree i think wheeler is the pivot you are correct sir they are they have the second highest k rate against right-handed pitching 
by 0.1%, John. So might as well, you could just tie them with the Cubs. The Alcantara the, had a decent amount list. of strikeouts today against them as well. So, you know, again, just goes to show you that even Sandy, who's got like a career low strikeout rate, had himself a day today. And to the point, Wheeler didn't start the season very hot. Three of his last four outings, he has not allowed. Three of four. He's only allowed three runs against the Dodgers. And you know what? You're allowed to allow... You allow a run to the Dodgers, that's okay. <laughs> Freddie Freeman, Mookie um, Betts, Trey Turner, I think you're probably allowed <laughs> to allow a few runs there. Yeah. Seven plus Ks in four straight starts. Just to speak to your point about the strikeouts with the Braves. So, yeah, I think Wheeler uh, makes for a really nice pivot. Or just, if you can figure out a way, you put them both in your lineup on DraftKings, you have $3,700. Right. So, if you can figure out a way play Cole and Wheeler that's fine too if you only want to play one of them Cole's the cash game play Wheeler's probably the high upside tournament pivot for this being a 10 game slate after those guys though it's a lot of questions for me I know Miles Mikolas 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 however we're gonna call his name I don't I never know the good run again continues to be good the Mets six innings to earn Baltimore seven innings a run earned run San Francisco five and two thirds and earned Arizona seven and a third two like he's been very good hasn't allowed more than two earned runs and any start of the season, it's Toronto. And I know that Toronto's right. offense had been slumping a little bit of late, but they still have enough guys that scared me a little bit. I don't know if I'm paying that price tag. $9,600 on both sites. Like, I'd rather find the money for a wheeler for sure on DraftKings. FanDuel, There's we'll, we'll get to it. There are some massive price discrepancies over on FanDuel where Luis Garcia's 10-1 and Tristan McKenzie is 9-9 before you get the Mikolas at 9-6. McKenzie and Garcia are much cheaper over on DraftKings, but I just don't see myself going there. I don't like Adrian Hauser on the... Nick Martinez, not really a guy that I think is like anything special. I know Milwaukee's kind of cooled off a little bit there, but 8,700 on DraftKings, not not what I'm looking to spend. We mentioned Luis Garcia. He's home against Cleveland. He hasn't been anything special. Like he's been giving up runs... Every time he's gone out there, strikeout numbers have kind of fluctuated. Cleveland doesn't strike out a ton right now. I don't know. Is there anything that you're looking at this mid-tier that just says, yeah, okay, that's a guy I'll play? I agree on every front you pretty much said. The one name you did not mention, though, in that whole rant was Tyler Anderson of the Dodgers. And I think he has a lot going for him. Obviously, there's weather, so we'll find out if he's going to. Washington is just such a tough team to pitch against. So I agree. It's mainly against righties, and I agree, like, they don't strike out a lot. 17% K rate. But Anderson, nearly a strikeout per inning guy. It's not, like, necessarily something that we're, like, really interested in. And I know he's priced up, but we are coming off three straight games of 7.57 Ks. You love that. Obviously, he has the Dodger offense behind him to pick up a win and Washington, although they don't strike out a lot, 25th in OPS against um, left-handed pitching. So I like Tyler Anderson here, not like a priority, because again, it's a spot where I'm looking for $500 to get to Zach Wheeler, if anything, or just full on 1100 to get to Garrett Cole, whatever I can do. But I do think there's mild interest in Anderson. Probably the same thing goes for Luis Garcia, but on DraftKings, I'm not going to pay the premium on FanDuel. Yeah, even some of the guys I think are, I would expect to maybe be a little bit cheaper are not. Barrios is up to $8,500. Yes, he's coming off his best start of the year, seven shutout against Seattle, but now he's in St. Louis. I don't really want to run that. And again, they just two touchdowns today. Right? Peterson, good pitcher's ballpark for him. 
you know, how deep in a game is he going to throw, plus the Giants offense at times can do a little bit of damage there, especially against a left hand. So I, I, I don't really love that. Zach Luke would be great if he wasn't $8,000. I would consider him <laughs> against Seattle, but I don't want to pay $8,100 for him. You got McKenzie against Houston. Cobb, a lefty. I'm sorry, he's a righty. Cobb against the Mets. Coming off one of his worst starts, granted, it was in Colorado. Like, maybe he could go there, but he wasn't very good against them already this year. Like, I don't, I hate the majority of this mid-tier. I don't know. Is anything sticking out to you at all? I know you mentioned Archer the other day. The only one yeah, four. it's hard not to, like, look back at Chris Archer again. I know he stinks. I get it. But I don't know if he stinks worse than Detroit's offense against righty stinks. Who's going to stink more here? Mm -hmm. Detroit 29th in OPS against right-handed pitching. They have the 10th highest strikeout rate as well. Maybe we look at Archer. Maybe we look at Tucker Davidson coming off a really good start. Five innings, no runs in his second start this year. Would you would you consider McKenzie as a GPP play? Yeah, I would consider McKenzie against, in GPP. The only thing I'll say, he's been and he's been good this year, the strikeouts have been a little down. The walks have been nice to see. The only thing I'll say is Houston has definitely been better against right. Yeah, 100%. Yep. They are second in the league in OPS behind the Dodgers. It's I agree, it's a tournament play, but I think... And there, there's that's the big price discrepancy for yeah. FanDuel to DraftKings. He's $9,900 on FanDuel. He's just $7,700 on DraftKings. So someone's on? algorithm is right. Yeah, someone's algorithm is right, and I'm assuming it's not FanDuel based on the who I'd probably take a shot on here. I'd probably take a shot on Zach Davies. I know another offense in Kansas City that doesn't really strike out a lot. Actually, that's not true. 20, late, lately, 21.6%, yeah. Lately, there's, if you look at their last 14 days, I think it is, um, over on Fangraphs, I think their strikeout rate's actually much higher than their overall. Let's look. Their last 14 days, Kansas City 21.5, which is league average. Okay. Uh, but I, listen, that's way higher than it's been in years past. They were under 20% seven. for a period of time. So Last seven days, you're on to something, John. 22.7%. So over almost, nearly a 1.5% percent jump. That's 12th highest in the league. So like, they're also just not like great. I know they have some hitters that are like peaking and Hunter Dozier has been pretty good Bobby Witt's hitting all these extra base hits and stuff but I'd probably take a shot on Davies Kansas City's offense really doesn't scare me did you I, see did you oh have what Mark why is Marco Gonzalez this price oh that's true Marco Gonzalez He's $5,300 $5, dude it's Oakland. I'm a Marco guy so like I'm no question that's my SP2 I don't even hate it 82 on FanDuel all that much it's hilarious that there's a th almost a three thousand dollar price gap between them. Unbelievable. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think Marco for sure is going to be probably chalk, right? Like probably. I mean, fifty three hundred. Home, home against Oakland, the way he's been I, pitching. Yeah, I don't really get it. He just beat. He hit, did. This is you. We were talking about this last time. Who did he mess with in the Mariners front office? Tampa Bay, Houston, Tampa Bay, Mets, Toronto. His right. last five. And he's at a 380 RA, 308 ERA. So. 308 ERA. Back to back one earned run games against the Cow. Given his 1 5 whip, I bet his FIP and X FIP <laughs> is probably horrible. Let me, let me check that out real quick. In the meantime, did you see the story that about Zach Davies? Did? I did, that he said peace to his. Uh... He, he just got up and never spoke to his wife again, handed her papers. <laughs> Hasn't talked to her in a year. That actually broke like a couple hours before his start too. And also 
Zach, but Marco Gonzalez, 3.08 ERA. His expected ERA, 5.17. His fifth, 5.91. And his XFIP is 4.82. Getting a wee bit lucky there. He's Um, also had three walks, three walks, four walks, two walks his last four starts. Yeah, 3.79 walks per nine. A career low, 5.68 strikeouts per nine. So maybe some positive regression. Stack A's. I will not be stacking A's. I will be using Marco Gonzalez. But if if, if you're worried about the regression, don't play him in cash. Yeah. Anyways, let's go on over to the catcher position here. Uh, again, ten game slate. Quite a few catchers on the slate. James and I, as always, we don't love to spend up for catcher. However, if we are going to spend up for catcher. It's William Contreras. (laughs) So he has six home runs in like 10 games played. Someone said it's like the most home runs in the fewest games played for like a Braves catcher or something (laughs) like that all time. Some some weird stat to make him shine. But uh, yeah, the dude's got two multi-home run games already this year. We're kidding. I'm not paying $5,200 for him. No, never. Maybe Al Gary here against... Against what I think is a, a call up here from Detroit, right? Yeah, yep. recall from Elvin. So maybe some Gary Sanchez against Elvin. The uh, righty Erod. Against the righty Erod. Uh, Kybert against the lefty. Uh, Real Muto at 41 isn't a terrible, even though as bad as he's been. Gets a lefty matchup for him there. Omar Navaya is my boy at 30. Yep. MJ Melendez against Davies at 37. I think, to both. I think all of those guys are probably in play. Yes to all the aforementioned lads. I like playing Ryan Jeffers if he's in the lineup. He's a guy who hits for power if he starts over Sanchez or if they DH Sanchez. I'd be willing to go there. Someone I've been playing against lefties. Someone you could probably play Luis Torrens. I know he's been bad this year, but he hits like fifth or sixth every year, every game when he's in the lineup. They put Kirk Casale on the IL. That sucks. He's been hitting lefties. So I guess Joey Bart... Is going to start here, John. He's been bad, but he has four home runs on the year if you want to. If we're stacking Giants against the lefty, Bart in a tournament is not the worst. First base position here, uh, you got Goldie at 55, Freeman at 54, Alonzo there. Reese Hoskins continues to hit the ball. We talked about him with some power last week. If you're, if you're spending up, I guess, who are the uh, 5K and above first baseman for you? Probably Freeman and... Probably. It's hard to ignore what Goldschmidt's doing. He's on a different planet right now. 465 average over his last 10 games. He literally has 20 hits in, in 10 games. So, like, hard to ignore that. So, I, probably Goldie and Freeman. You can get Vlad under 5K for the first time, like, in the history of his career. Yeah, he's been bad. He's been bad. He's been bad, and, and Mikolas has been good. So. Yeah, you don't have to go there. I think probably, you probably go down to Rowdy at 42 is probably the next... Or Christian Walker, if you want to play for a cheap home run. I don't mind Hosmer against Hauser on the since Hauser's on the road. Sure, he's a much better home pitcher. Sure, I I like that. And I, Ty France, thirty seven hundred. That's yeah, stupid. Home, I think he homered today or yesterday, maybe. And then just a double, two hour double, and uh, got three doubles over the last four games for Ty France. So yeah, a little five game hit streak. Yeah. Yeah. The guy we saw at six K. Darren Ruff against the lefty. Yep. Yeah. Darren's rough to face. I like that. If you're a lefty pitcher. Yeah, that was a good spin there. Thanks. I've been working on my dad jokes. Yeah, it, Wilmer against the left. Wilmer against lefty, definitely. I, the Giants are cheap. That'd probably be a way to incorporate your Wheeler plus Cole stacks 
if you wanted to play Giants. Is there any way to get Josh Naylor out? He gets activated from COVID <laughs> and he home uh, He's got four homers the last three games, and then this home run and his last home run are 12 days apart because of COVID. Yeah, he might just hit a home run every game. <laughs> Josh Naylor? The breakout. Listen, there's been breakouts like this. Yeah. Yeah, so if he continues to hit, there's no reason not to at least consider him. Uh, somehow Albert Pujols homered twice today. Just wanted to point that out just for <laughs> the records. It's the jersey. Just for it's the, the records. Jersey. Yeah. It's the jersey. I got nothing else, though. You... Yeah. Okay. Edwin, Edwin Rios, if he continues to get playing time, he's benefiting from the DH, man. He's homered twice in a row, three times, or four home runs in his last 10 games. Okay. If Edwin Rios' $2,700 is in the Dodgers lineup, 100%. In. Second base position, uh, you have Altuve, a homer. He's at 55, though. Sheesh, sheesh. Edmund's been cooking. For, he had another three hits today, and they scored two touchdowns. And another stolen base. Yeah, and another stolen base, but 54 for him. Homer yesterday at Grand Yeah, though, 53 is. Yeah, no, Segura's at 52 against a lefty, but, like, why 5,200? Uh, everyone below 5K, like, it's just moved down to fi- below 5K, I guess. But, like, who? Colden Wong, 45? Um... McNeil, I would say Glaber in the stadium against fly ball pitcher Jordan Lyles. Okay. Against Baltimore. He must. He just hates Orioles. So. Yeah, he hates Orioles. Marte, he's been better. He's been, this month has been way better to him than the beginning of the year. And he gets Granky, who's not going to strike him out. All right. Merrifield's been finally getting some speed out of him too. Some life out of Merrifield. I'm just going to play Espinal again at 37. Yeah, I don't blame you. He's been awesome. He keeps, he's got a he hit. Keeps, this is like 10 games in a row. What is this? Yeah, now. Let's see. I don't know. John, by the way, I don't know if you listened to Friday's pop, but Pete Cole's trying to stake a claim on your man. He's trying to tell him. He was trying to. He came on this pod and said Espinal's his guy. Did I just let him know. Like, I let him know. I said, hey, I'm just letting you know that John has. John's. Tweets, a- man. He has the. He has the Espinal and the number tattooed on his back. So <laughs> Pete backed away real quick when he heard that. <laughs> It's like a 15-game hit streak. <laughs> yeah. No, he's. you said it. I he's think had a hit the, in every game from the 5th to the 22nd that he's So I think you said it in the first two games of the year. He had two hard-hit balls or something. Yeah. And you were like, someone he, tweeted out. Like, yes, <laughs> he came into this year, and he added like 15 pounds of muscle. And then during spring training, he was just ripping like 100-mile-an-hour exit velocity line drives. And then his first like couple hits of the season was like 105 and like 113 i'm like i went on this podcast i said hey he's 2300 dollars. hear me out here and he right. went on and had 18 fantasy points that day 2400 he had 2400 dollars against the yankees he's three for three with two runs scored and a stolen base and i'm just like i'm telling you there's something here and yeah for, he's he has a hit in 15 16 games or where the heck it is like, hasn't stolen a bag during that time he's turned into you know what i only hit line drives now i don't steal i <laughs> uh, still doesn't have any home runs. he's only got two home runs last time he homered was april 23rd he had back-to-back games with the home runs against houston but he's getting singles he's getting multiple singles they still hit him at the bottom of the lineup which is annoying so he's not like driving anybody in he's rarely right. scoring bases soon right. like at some point right Soon the uh, soon the Blue Jays will actually get on base yeah, for him to he's drive. He's hitting 290 with a 780 OPS. I'm in. I've been in all yep. year. He's definitely my guy. Next time Pete's on the podcast with us, we'll bring that up and I'll make sure I'll make sure he knows who the rightful Espinal uh, chair whisper whisper is. Yeah, I just couldn't figure out the word I wanted. All right, anybody else? I guess below them that you have. Uh, uh Taro Estrada for a tournament. He's been good and he still he could steal bases and. 
lefty-righty matchup. He hasn't been great against lefties, I'm looking uh, now, but I would take a shot on Estrada in tournament. At third base position, at the top, you got Ramirez at 55, Arenado at 54, Donaldson's at 52, Riley, who slumping's at 51, Muncie at 5K, and Bregman at 5K. Man, we are getting no... I'm playing Machado at 49. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I'm just looking at these guys at 5K. Why like, is Milo getting a price drop? 35, he's not slowing down. <laughs> he had 35 fantasy points today. And without he is, a, home without a home run. And he is $400 less. $100 less than he was the day before when he had 14. $600 less when he had 22. <laughs> he's gone for 22, 14, and 35, and they've dropped his price every slate. I don't have the answer sway, but uh, like I'm the with league you. MVP. I think it, I'm with you. And... I don't even think it's close because I think if you want to play someone with upside at the top, Jose Ramirez has crazy upside, as we know. Does he it right now? Probably not. Probably not. And you get him for cheaper. I'm just, Ramirez has 37 RBIs in 37 games, right. which is a lot of RBIs. It's at um, least it's closer on Fandle, which we've ignored for the last two positions. True. Chato is 4K, Ramirez is 42, Arenado is 38. So, like, at least there's a little bit more of a conversation there, but... Yeah. He's not six hundred dollars cheaper than Ramirez, like he is on DraftKings. So, on either platform, though, I'm playing Machado. I'd rather play Machado at four K. I'd definitely rather play Machado at forty nine over to the other top price guys. Yeah, I agree. The only other guy I would probably play in that tier is Bregman against a righty because Bregman's been good against right-handed right. pitching this, and he's cheap on Fanduel too. Thirty five hundred is a good price. Yeah, thirty five hundred is, is a good price there. Uh, Bobby Witt and Luis Urias are both. 48 and 47. I know you mentioned Witt and, and with some power lately, or extra base hits rather. And Urias has been good, but not $100 less than Machado. Josh Rojas back into the lineup. He has three home runs, and he just he's just like tapping out. It wasn't a, I'm surprised it wasn't a back injury. Is <laughs> that 42 against a lefty on FanDuel? He is 31. A pretty good value there at 3,100 mm-hmm. if you want to bite into that. He's hitting 297 with an 890 OPS over his last 10. But heating up a bit. I like that mid-tier cost for him at 42 and 31 there. Are we, what's your Evan Longoria take here? Hasn't been good since he returned to the lineup, but like last year, he still hit lefties very well. Are, is, is Evan Longoria washed, or do you think that there's still some potential here? I don't know. Maybe in a tournament, but like I could play Darren. We could play Darren Ruff at first and then play Wilmer at third for $300 cheaper if you wanted sure. to stack Giants. Sure. And I think Wilmer hasn't been in great form either, but at least he's showing some signs of life. Last year against left-handed pitching, Evan Longoria, 318 with 1,000 OPS. Yeah, that's great. Uh, that, those are great numbers, and I would love to see him return there. I'm I'm not counting on it, but you know what? If that's what if you believe in that large sample size, I can't blame you if you want to go there. Yeah, 20, 20, uh, 2020 season, 308 with a nine, 859 OPS against lefties. Yep. Again, don't need to run it through. Longoria is just a lefty killer for his uh, career. So uh, I'm with you. Again, it's definitely a super risky. It, like 20 lineups, Longo makes one or two, mm-hmm. right? If he goes off, like, hallelujah, you hit at 37. He's, I think he's, is he free on Fandle? Let's see, Longoria. He is $2,400, so a much better value on FanDuel than on DraftKings. You mentioned Flores is 34 there, a a couple hundred bucks cheaper than Longo. Certainly fits that. Anybody else, any other value third baseman on your radar here? Yeah, Manuel Rivera of the Royals. He's been good. He's actually been someone I've been using quite a bit lately as a punt. Yeah, Yeah, 2,200 hitting for power too. 
driving in runs, and he's actually been playing kind of hitting in the middle of this order for the Royals. Yeah, I, I, so first cheap power, 2,200. He's 2,100 on FanDuel. Uh, Zach Davies has been relatively good against right-handers and has had his struggles more against lefties, but worth taking a shot on Rivera, 337 OPS against right-handed pitching this year. I just want to circle back to the second. Right, well, but sorry. Yeah, I just want to circle back to the second initial quiz for FanDuel because we, we panned a lot of these guys as top price on DraftKings. We're not going to use them, but Tommy Edmond is 3,300. Whit Merrifield's 3,200. Like, much more palatable price tags on FanDuel if you're looking for some mid-tier guys to use. Uh, Muncy's 3K, LeMayu's 3K, so... Nolan uh, Gorman, too, John, we didn't mention. Yeah. 2K, 2K on DraftKings at second, 2500 on FanDuel. Yeah, great call on Gorman, exactly. He made his debut the other day, and then today when everybody in the Cardinals went off, he had three hits, a double, and RBI, three runs, so... Hitting second, too. Yeah. Hitting second. Yeah, Gorman. Gorman's probably a chalk play, I think, probably on this mm-hmm. slate, right? Yep, 2K. Yeah. You can play Cole. That's a way to play Cole and Wheeler if you. Yeah, 100%. So uh, make sure you check that out. FanDuel got some good value there at the position and in Gorman. And yeah, you'll he'll be what? 10 game slate. Give me a roster ship ownership for for Gorman here at DraftKings. Uh, in cash games, I'll say he's 40% okay. plus and in cash. In I was going to go higher. I was thinking like 60. It's it might be. We saw Wit. But remember, we were surprised to not see Bobby Witt those first couple slates, yeah. like super expensive. I I will say this has been a much quicker. Gorman's had a bigger impact than Witt did early on. You're probably right. Maybe I'll raise that to 50 plus in cash. Maybe it's more like 30 plus, 35 plus in in GPPs. Okay. At the shortstop position, looking over on both DraftKings and on FanDuel, Trey Turner's a top price guy. Uh, Turner, though, is 4K over on FanDuel, where he is $6,000. over on DraftKings. Lindor is at $5,400. Correa is at $51. Bichette at $5K. Over on FanDuel, we have Trey Turner at 4K. John Zagora, we mentioned at second base, is at $3,800 multi-position eligibility. Jeremy Pena is $3,700 on uh, FanDuel. He's $4,700 on DraftKings. Bo Bichette's at 3,700, as I mentioned, 5K. Uh, Lindor's 36, as I mentioned, Lindor's 54. Some tough pricing there on DraftKings for those top price guys, but again, much more palatable tags on those top, those higher price plays for FanDuel. Yeah, who are you willing to spend up on? Like, it's Turner, because we know the the dual threat possibility of him hitting a home run and stealing a base potentially in the same game, but also he only has two home runs. But 11 doubles, we don't know how, like, Maybe if some of those new, those old baseballs are getting funneled in, maybe some of those doubles are going to turn to home runs. I would pay for Turner if I'm stacking Dodgers. I honestly probably not until Jeremy Pena would be my next. Okay, I take it back. Like Correa has been pretty good since returning. What do we expect out of the righty rod here? Maybe Correa 51 in good form. And then probably Jeremy Pena in tournaments, who looks like Carlos Correa in every facet, maybe even like a, I don't want to say a better version, but I think they made the right decision not paying Correa for Pena. Yeah. And then uh, those are probably the only three guys over like 4,700 I've had, I would the, have any. Honestly, in. the next guy that I would probably play might be like Andres Jimenez or like Song Kim on DraftKings. Yeah. I'm not really a fan of much else on this board. No, and it really just seeps down further than that, too. Like, those two guys you mentioned, 
And then... Like, it's unfortunate that Royce Lewis got sent back down because he was really Yeah, there's good. No, no reason for that. Right. No reason He for was that. very good. Did you see, see the, the note on, though? They're having him play third base down at AAA. So he'll be up shortly, probably mm. playing a new position. So. Gio Urshela can't hit. He's going to find himself out of the lineup. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't think we go under him, under Kim. And even that is not, like, the most stable play. Like, that's tournaments only. Yeah. I agree 100%. Like I said, on, on FanDuel, you, you got guys like Gliber at 28, Cronenworth 28, Espinal's at 27. All these guys have multi-position eligibility, yeah. so you have a little bit more flexibility for where you want to go. Javi Baez is all the way down to $2,500 on DraftKings. This is a guy that is probably at $4,500 on... I'm sorry, Javi Baez is 2500 on FanDuel. He is priced mm. up to $4,500 on DraftKings, so... You know, if you're not a Chris Archer believer on FanDuel, there is some cheap pop there at 2500 on uh, Javier Baez. I mean, he homered on Sunday, right? That's about as high praise I can give Javier Baez, <laughs> Baez right now. All right, go to the outfield. A lot more talent. Aaron Judge homer today, $6,200. Did he? Didn't he? He homer? Didn't he? he wait, he homered? Did he doesn't do that a lot. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were. <laughs> oh no, I'm no. He does that like. Oh, well, it was his first homer in four games, so maybe you just weren't sure. Like my first homer in four. I mean, that is a lot of games for Aaron Judge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, sixty-two is a. I will say though, John, like the pricing this slate has been kind of crazy. At sixty-two hundred, if you don't get a home run, yeah, like, you, you miss. You're yeah. missed. Unless so, you give us the Machado day. Yeah, unless you give us the Machado day. So. You know, if you're very confident in Aaron Judge hitting a home run, very confident in Acuna stealing two bases, very confident in Bryce homering, by all means, play him. But that's just so steep, man. Yeah, it's not good. I feel the same way basically about all of these guys, like 4,500. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Either they don't have good matchups or I don't think they're really worth the price. Listen, yeah, Tucker and Jordan, 52 and, 50, 52 and 56. Yeah. No... Springer's at 5K. Schwarber against the lefty. Steve Kwan, for whatever reason, at $4,800. He's completely dropped back to earth. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Yelich at 47 Him and Marte are a good price. I think the, they're, the, they're, they're like, but they're just priced where they're like sort of appropriately. appropriately yeah. Right? yeah, it's appropriate pricing. There's no, I don't think there's a ton of upside with them there. Well, I think there's upside because we know Marte can steal a base, obvious, multiple sure. bases. And with Cobb on the mound... You I know. like Nemo at 45. I, I think this... Th- we have three Mets here that we could probably play. Yeah. Marte, 47 for the stolen bases. Nemo for just getting freaking on base, like, essentially every time he steps into the box. He's a run-scoring machine. And Jeff McNeil continues to just hit pretty much every yeah. day. So, not a lot of pop. No pop for McNeil, but... Nobody has popped these days, except for Aaron Judge. Well, that's because 6'7", and a creative player. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, the Tim Anderson bench-clearing brawl came, and Stanton and Judge ran over. Not Tim Anderson, uh, Grandal and, and uh, Donaldson the other yep. day. And Stanton and Judge came over, and they were just like 8 feet taller than everybody. So, <laughs> anyways. So ben and Tendi at 42. Hard to say who won that trade between Boston and Kansas City, because Frankie Cordero walked off Grand Slam today. Shout out. High and bloom, but Andrew Bennett Tenney's hitting 330 with an 800 OPS as an everyday outfielder in the major league. 4200 against Zach Davies in a in a hitter's ballpark. Sure, Castellanos. I don't know. Did he forget to hit? Is it is it the no longer juice baseballs? Is it that he's not hitting in Cincinnati anymore potentially as a reason? But he does get a the face. Generally, a spot we do Castellanos. So 4200, assuming Atlanta plays that game if Philadelphia Atlanta play, I would have some some appeal to that as well. There's so much. 
There's so much there to just, I'm just laughing at your, from your pivot, from everything you said about Benintendi to Castellanos was just no breaths taken gold. Yes, yes, I would throw Hunter Dozier in there as well against Davies and uh, Castellanos tournaments only. Taylor Bellinger probably as well. Because the match, only Adon is not very good, but neither yeah. of them are hitting very well. So Neither of them are hitting very well, but uh, Bellinger signs a life, a little four-game hitting streak. Also stealing, like, when he does get on base, he actually just, like, steals. So. Yeah, because he needs to figure out a way to stay in the league. FanDuel DraftKings can't decide what position one Yepes plays. FanDuel still has him as a first, first base, base only <laughs> at 3K. DraftKings figured out his pricing, at least. He's 4K now. Still too cheap, but he's an outfielder. So, yeah. Yeah, again, yeah, Barrios has one good start, and we're going to suddenly be like, oh, he's back. No, let's... I think we, we can play Cardinals. Again, you know? Yeah, I think we can play Cardinals, because the... Two prior starts and multiple prior starts prior to that. Yes, not yeah. very good. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think Cardinal playing Cardinals. The reason we haven't really mentioned them much or like kind of moved on from them because on DraftKings they're just too expensive. Right. Vandal right. like Arenado thirty eight's good. Goldschmidt thirty nine. That's fine. Edmund. Only 33 you mentioned? Yeah, that's like, right. really good on FanDuel. You, you can stack them on FanDuel. And you only need one pitcher on FanDuel. So Garrett Cole and these mid-price Cardinals. Gorman at mid-price. Let's see. Value, guys. I always think Yadiel Hernandez is a righty, but he's a lefty. So not going to work. Just uh, get to J-Rod. Is there a better player in baseball than, than Julio Rodriguez? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Saw him, uh, saw him up close and personal the other day. It was great. He had three <laughs> hits. It was fantastic. If you look at the trends, John, look at it's like a 10-game span. We're getting multiple hits on uh, Monday. It's it's every other day. Every two hits, zero. Three hits, zero. Three hits, zero today, which means, as you mentioned, at least two hits. At um, least two hits, which means multiple stolen base opportunities yeah. for Julio Rodriguez. It's J-Rod season on Monday. Dude, he's, he's just so much better now than he was before so yeah 3400 for sure though lock him in i'll still throw a dart at miles straw he had a good day the other day i, I want to see more stolen bases i don't know why they're not there when he gets on base he's his lone job when he's on base should be to try to get to second but he doesn't have right. it yeah kepler against the other erod the righty sure. erod i like that at 34 yep definitely like that he's been good lately too he's been good he has been good and and we've known kepler for quite a while he just hits extremely well yeah yep yep yep, yep. I mentioned Naylor already. Harrison Bader, man. Yeah, he had a good day today. Again, it's hard to look at today's numbers. He steals. Numbers, he but... steals. No, I know, but it's the stolen bases, I think, that's, like, super encouraging. Like, yeah, 11 four stolen, Four in his last 10 games. He just got a double. That's four in his last, what, eight games overall. So yeah. uh, he's running when he gets on. I don't mind it. What's his Alec Thomas? Oh, he's good. Right? 2,900? Yeah, he's good, man. It's Granky, but I mean, like, Granky's not in anything special anymore, so. Well, I'm looking. We have reverse splits on Granky again yeah. this year, which is par for the course last year. But he's super cheap. Are, are we going to stack Diamondbacks? I don't want to say it too loud because I don't want people to Only jump down my throat. Only if Josh Rojas is in the lineup, that's fair. Because we didn't mention Varsho, and if that happens, then we get a first base play of Christian Walker, who only hits home runs, right. and Alec Thomas to polish off our stack. That would be interesting. But I'm not going to say it too loud. I don't uh, want people to No, we're not going to say it too loud. If Corey Dickerson's in the lineup, 2,400 against Berrios, lefty versus righty matchup. I, I'm always been a big Corey Dickerson guy. Same. 
So, I'm in. Again, it's not off to a great yard season, but he's been a platoon guy for a lot of it. Now he's going to get a little bit more consistent playing time with O'Neal out, and I don't know what Barrios is going to bring to the table here. So. Yeah, I was I was shocked when Tampa traded him, but then I just realized that was just like, again, that's just what they do. They just yeah, He was like good with the Marlins whenever, like, you know, he was just... He haven't traded him, and he, he just, can't, like... can't, like, play... I think he just, he like, does a good field. defense, right? Yeah, he, so, does, uh, he doesn't. They just, like, don't leave him on their roster. So. That's it for me. Is there anybody else for you? They have given... Is it every Oakland outfielder's 2K here? Other than Loriano? Loriano's 26. So every Oakland outfielder on DraftKings is $2,600 or less. You mentioned at the top of this program, John. <laughs> I'm just circling back. In fact... Every Oakland player is 3200 or cheaper. And I'll, I'll refresh for those that uh, are just tuning in to the recorded podcast that you probably listen through. But if you decide to skip ahead for whatever reason to miss the beginning, Marco Gonzalez currently sitting with a 3.08 ERA. But I thought that was a little suspicious. And the numbers kind of bear that to be true. Not only does he have a career low 5.68 strikeout per nine, He's at a career high 3.79 walks per nine. Also, his expected ERA is 5.17. His FIP is 5.91. His XFIP is 4.82. Those are all performance indicators. And his ERA at 3.08 means that he's a fraud. If you want to believe that today is the day that things turn around on Marco Gonzalez, then the Oakland A's on the road in Seattle would be your ultra ultra contrarian stack if you are a believer in Marco Gonzalez and ignore everything I just said because it and is also because it is also a good matchup for him so they are so free Oakland like it is yeah it's because they don't go to the plate with their bats <laughs> and that is true that they are yeah they actually have wiffle ball bats is actually what they have they should go to the plate with aluminum bats they'd have better success they might still stink. They might still stink. Dead baseballs, John. I don't know if you're. Yeah, yeah, dead. That's what they're. That's what they're trying to tell everybody. To their three thousand fans that show. Is it that much? Hey, I don't even know. Uh, Twenty twenty-four percent strikeout rate against left-handed pitching this year. Eighth highest for Oakland. A two ninety-five WOBA. A two twenty batting average. Uh, two twenty batting average. Twenty-third in baseball. There are actually teams that are worse than them in batting average against the left-handed pitching, but not many. So. Not many, brother. So yeah, maybe this is a spot where Marco Gonzalez continues to defy all odds, or this is a time where Sabermetrics catches up to him, and I don't know, we have an Angels in the outfield situation for <laughs> Oakland, and they find a way to win a baseball game and score runs. I have no idea. Anyways, that all being said, James, home run call. I'm going to go Mookie Betts, third, home, third day in a row. I'm going to go Manny Machado. It's too cheap on DraftKings. Yeah, it's a good one. 4900 it's, it's a criminal. Justin Vreeland's on your playbook today. We'll have that out. We'll have all content out as well. James and I are in Discord and on Twitter. If you have any questions, hit us up. We'll catch you guys later.